Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new episode of Geekscape. We're live every Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. And uh, today we've got a great show. If you guys are into movies, video games, and comic books, you might want to strap in because we've got a pretty packed show. Um, we've got some guests in the studio. We've got Paul Porter. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it again, Haley. It's Haley... <laughs> what, Barry? Dairy. Dairyberry. No Dairyberry. I was going to say like Jerryberry, Dingleberry, Dairyberry. Like, you must have had like a fucked up childhood with like that name, oh, right? Bad. Like, like, are you still dealing with like the trauma of kids running around with a name like that? <laughs> no, uh, it was a little. Because uh, you got Paul here. My, my dad was a football coach at the high school, so everybody knew my name. And right. I, couldn't, I could never escape it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Paul and, uh, and Haley are here because they've got a brand new movie called uh, Rabid Love, and it's having its premiere tomorrow here in Los Angeles. I don't know if you guys can go, though, because it is pretty, uh, pretty sold out. Like, yes, yeah, so thing. overbooked. Um, but don't let that discourage you. Show up, and uh, it'll be awesome. Okay, so if you're in L.A., we'll you pack can, everybody in. You can show up and become part of the increasing fire hazard right, of yeah, the Rabbit Love you premiere. You can come to the after party at Pig and Whistle. You yeah. can come to the after party. Also, I hear there's going to be a red carpet. Who's going to be on the red carpet? Everybody. Who's going to be doing the red carpet interviews? Who's going to be featuring everybody on the red carpet? No, who is this? Oh, Who is hi. this? You're like sidekick? I'm Kim. This is like Kimmy Kim Kim. I should introduce okay. her this is, like your, this is like your short round? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, this yeah. is Kimmy Kim Kim, Kimberly Wong. She is a YouTube sensation. You probably recognize her from the internet. Okay, do you recognize her, Kenny? <laughs> um, no, I do not. But I don't use the YouTube. You really should. I, all right. Okay. Don't? Never heard of it. Okay. All right. Um, so this movie, Rabid Love, they got it premiering tomorrow. And then uh, when, when are the Geekscapists who aren't in L.A. going to be able to uh, see it? Does it have some kind of distribution? Maybe on some iTunes or maybe some Netflix? It will Red eventually. Box? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're not sure yet. We have some distributors showing up tomorrow. Okay. So, so I have uh, to give my seat up to them if they show up? No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to make them fight. So whichever distributor wins the fight for the single seat, they get to distribute our movie. Oh, that's awesome. Now you don't have to have negotiations yeah. later. You want you want a – for a horror movie, I think you want a distributor who's willing to kill. Totally. You know, because yeah. the, they'll be able to be cutthroat in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. I think that's a – you know, more people should probably do that. Forget the Kevin Smith thing. You know, remember when Kevin Smith came out with his indie horror – he had a, what was it, a Red State? He did a work. Oh, that was yeah, he did, well, he did Red State, and, and, and he built up, like, this big thing at Sundance, where at Sundance, he was going to do, like, a bidding, right. a live bidding at Sundance for the distribution rights, and he showed up, and the Weinsteins were there, and, all, and Lionsgate were there, and all these different companies were there. He came out, and he announced, oh, I'm just going to four-wall it myself and tour with the film, and I'll, I'm going to distribute it, and, <laughs> and I'll put it out digitally, and I'm just going to keep the rights. And it was almost like this, it was just like this big planned promotional event. Um, but it seemed like he was trying to start a bidding there, and maybe you guys are taking it and running with it to the next level. Forget maybe bidding on it. Forget bidding on it. Forget negotiations. Put all the distributors in a pit, circle it with fire, trap them in there, and then throw weapons in there. Yes. And a Blood. time limit. A time limit. Maybe like the ring of fire is getting like increasingly smaller. Yeah, totally. It's the new model, guys. We're always thinking about how to figure out new media and how, what the next step in Hollywood in the digital age is going to be. It's like what? It's going to be violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Battle Royale, Hunger Battle Games. Let's Royale. do it. You guys yeah, want you yeah. guys want to do this movie? Let's do it. We'll put uh, Kimmy in a, a metal dress like Tina Turner, and uh, she'll be our host. See, yeah. She does not yeah, need another hero. <laughs> you got to sing the song. You know, I want a cheese grater. When, I was, when my brother was in wrestling, I was like, man, that'd be a best wrestling weapon, a cheese grater. Like, like what would be more like 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 white trash and like and like fucking raw? You know, like like those you know like those like those Mick Foley Mick Foley videos where he's like on the barbed wire and stuff. I was like, yeah, he's on the barbed wire, but you gotta pick and choose where you want to hit on the barbed wire. A cheese grater is just like a field of pain that you can run across somebody's face. That would have been my that would have been my parts. chosen white trash backyard wrestling weapon. The cheese grater. I'd have hold it up and be like, I'm going for this shit. It's like ultimate noogies. So I'm gonna bring a cheese grater tomorrow to uh, the Rabbit Love premiere. You could duct tape it to your hand. Oh, like... oh sh ah! Duct tape it to your hand, guys. Sounds like Rabbit Love is gonna be a messed up movie. What is it about? Yeah. Tell the audience what Rabbit Love is about. Um, go Haley. Oh gosh. Uh, well, it's set in 1984, and it's mostly just about filmmakers who love movies of that era. Because we it's not about that. It's not. No, no what's the plot not, though? The I know. Plot, I, I know that. Plot I, know, is, I know Paul. Uh, I know Paul. I know he's a filmmaker who loves that era. Yeah, the plot is uh, some some a group of friends goes out to a cabin in the woods, and there's some some craziness happening, and then people start to disappear and. Very to original. Figure out what happens. To okay, them. so it's a cabin movie, but we like cabin mm -hmm. movies, and cabin movies. There, I don't think there's an end of to cabin movies. I think that, you know, it's like 
Is it? I mean, not not unlike what Kimmy said about like the Hunger Games and that kind of uh, battle royale model. You we like we like to see movies that we can quantify, and it's like okay, well, the movie starts with eleven people, six people. We know by the end of the movie, there's probably only going to be one person, and I want to see how this happens. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people sometimes like that simple mm-hmm. thing in the awesomeness of those films. Sometimes the complications that you know, and the originality and, and the novelty that you guys have injected into it by being yourselves. Setting in the '80s already kind of starts putting it in that in in like a, a new world because I think we're old enough now that we can make referential horror movies like we can we can comment on the uh, on on not just the genre like you know filmmakers like Spielberg and, and Lucas and all those guys were commenting on with like Indiana Jones they were commenting on movies from like the 30s and 40s like the serialized stuff with like Star Wars they're com- commenting on like Metropolis or like those kind of films or maybe some of the Kurosawa films we are the commenters of like what we grew up with like the 80s stuff and that's what we celebrate so i know paul's all into that stuff yeah um, definitely no it's it's like really nostalgic and you know i was born in 80s so i grew up with all the late 70s early 80s horror movies so like that's what we were going for and how hard was it to dress the film you know what i mean like when you think about i'm gonna set it in the Very. 80s well we spent a lot of time on that um but you know we were working with like zero money on the budget um but we got lucky, and one of our producers actually lives in the area where we shot, and he acquired like all kinds of cool stuff for free, like cars and things like that, yeah, like like, like people who had the cars, cars, props, wardrobe, locations, uh, pretty much everything you see on screen. He found through like somebody in the area, um, and you'd do it again. Yeah, totally. like, you, like you wouldn't be like, oh man, that that part of the movie was too hard, and it took away from the attention to no. directing, writing, whatever. I mean, it was really time consuming, uh, but totally worth it because it gives the look that we were going for you know doing a period piece you got to sell the era and there's mm-hmm. so many low budget horror movies that are set like you know in a certain year and right. they just totally fail at the execution so we really uh focused on that okay all right so i'm guessing somebody like matt kelly who listens to geekscape our our geekscape is matt kelly would love a movie like this because he, he's always he's always finding like the most random obscure movies from that era and he's like oh have you have you seen this movie and it's like some he shows me the cover and the cover looks like it was drawn by like a seven year old <laughs> and it's got like half somebody's face sliding off you know it's got like toxic waste and so and I'm just like oh Matt come on and he's like I only paid $30 for it it's cool you know <laughs> like I, I wish it would come out on Blu-ray I'm like dude not only not only is it not going to come out on, on Blu-ray but somebody shot everybody involved in making that piece of garbage and then burned the original celluloid like that's not going to happen pal so, so you think our movie's gonna be like that kind no no of no let, no let me tell you about your movie uh, i'm saying yeah, matt kelly is gonna love it because check this out here's the cut here here is the poster matt kelly mm. it alludes to movies like that that you recommend to me but this one actually i know paul so i'm telling you right now is good i may or may not have seen portions of this film so no faces sliding off no faces sliding off that's the sequel or are there Oh, I haven't seen the whole movie. I've only seen scenes from it. Um, Face was sliding off. It's a neat, that, you know, you could do that, right? They did in the, I guess they did that in The Hobbit, didn't they? When like, the yeah, somebody with like a sword. Remember when they're in like the little goblin area and that guy's like Gandalf and he's like talking over like he's all fat. <laughs> then that fight, like he slashes oh, a sword yeah. and like the dude's top, yeah, like yeah. it's yeah, it's really good. It's, it's cool. I remember it's that. Cool, do it. Yeah, we watched uh, that in forty eight frames. I watched it in forty eight frames and twenty four. And let me tell you, they both do something well. So I can't hate on either. Mm. I, was, I was very distracted with the 48. Only on like the close-ups, though, but the vistas looked awesome. Now, uh, did you, did every it, shot where anyone was moving was distracting. But did you see... Well, or if the camera was moving. But if you're used to like the motion blur of 24, like that's kind of what you're yeah. missing. I liked how crisp it was, but I can't watch 48 plus IMAX 3D. Like that's yeah. just too much. Because the IMAX, like the lenticular lenses, that's what we did. Plus, we did forty-eight with three D, right? Yeah, yeah, and the lenticular that 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 breaks it because like the lenticular IMAX three D with the forty-eight is it's too much, too much, yeah. too much, too much. I when I tried to show a horror movie to my mom, she's like, "Hey, Juanito, no, too much, too much, no, 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 no. Why do you like these movies?" Um, so, Rabid Love, yeah. that's the movie. Uh, you're in the movie, Haley. Who do you play? Who do you play in this movie? I play Heather Ross. She is the heroine of the film. Okay. She's a a woman caught in a crossroads 
basically. What's she being so vague? What kind of crossover? No, I mean she's yeah. like she's like, it's like, 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 she, like, like maybe her. maybe some lesbianism going on. Like is that yeah. the crossroad? Maybe there's she's a little like, bit implied. Maybe. Oh really? Well, I don't know. What, what kind of crossroads is this? I like, wrote the movie, so you know there's a lot of subtleties in there that most people may not pick up on, and maybe even the actors didn't pick up on it when we were shooting. <laughs> He's just like getting his jollies off at other people's expenses. Yeah. He's like turn a little to the left. Uh-huh. And, and and Paul, you directed the film, but yeah. you're in the film as well. Yeah. No, no, no. What, what is that? Is that just like giving yourself a job? What is that? No, it's actually taking a job away from somebody so we didn't have to pay another person to be there. Yeah. Oh, man. This is like Dude, low, we're low budget. budget. Low could've budget. Gotten, hey, Kenny, how much to be in a yeah. movie? What do you think? How much to be in a movie? Yeah, like you could, they could have gotten Kenny. Yeah. I, like there's hey, a, if there's, as long as the cabin didn't have stairs, I'm perfect. <laughs> oh, no. mm. Kenny, is there, a ramp, is there a ramp at the cabin? There's a lot of running no. scenes, I'm guessing, in this movie. So I'm really yeah, good at slow motion running. running. But to your defense... <laughs> In, correct me if I'm wrong, Friday the 13th, part three, there's a guy in a wheelchair. Uh, no, part, two. part two. Part two. Yeah, oh, part two. It, it's where he gets his mask. Part two, there's a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Perfect. Think about that one. Kenny, <laughs> you're going to die sooner or later in one of our movies. Yeah, he had a, he had a saucy sex scene in that movie. Mm-hmm. La- lap, oh, yeah. da- lap dance action. And then, he, then of course. Yeah, we you know. watched a lot of uh, old slasher movies to prep for this. You you weren't already like a, uh... not as much as I am now. We I made a list and we watched over two hundred horror films to prepare, like writing and uh, making this. Now what is yeah. now now what is absolutely the worst number one like Matt Kelly favorite film that would be on that list? Like what's the oh, what's man. the worst one that you're just like I can't watch this crap anymore? I didn't go too deep into like the really really bad ones. Um, I think, jeez, I don't even know. Give us one that you like tapped out. Haley is up here as well. <laughs> I know when I oh, okay. any fellow filmmakers. They're all probably old. I know one that I, one that I watched was like uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. It was it was a vampire movie like set in a French castle or something? Um, you don't know what it's called. It? It's on Netflix. What okay. was it? It's like Blood of the Vampires or no what Nude was... for Satan. Need for Satan. Nude. Nude for, for Satan. Satan? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah. Nude for Satan is totally something that like we we would get if we if you see anything like I think Nude may be like a top search on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm guessing a lot of people have seen Nude for Satan. Yeah. You know? Um, There's it, a lot of nudity. What's so bad about it? <laughs> uh, it's just so far, bad. hey, man, so far it sounds like a good movie. This guy's like, just yeah. title in. It no, sounds great. There are lots of, uh, you know, nudity and stuff. And Satan? Yeah, there's a little bit of Satan. Satan, nudity. Um, I don't know what his problem is so far. Are you just saying this in front of Haley? Is that what you're like, We got two girls, so you're like, hey, man, I don't know what the other guys, but that movie, <laughs> so not my thing. I prefer the artistic horror films, right, the right. Argento, some of the ones. That, no, dude, meanwhile, it, like, Nude for Satan is like on his fucking, like, instant replay over and over again. Yeah. I will. I will spoil yes. that. Paul got a little nude for Rabid Love. All right. Oh, if anybody man. wants my seats at the I premiere tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. A little bit. Not really. A little tease. So listen, uh, all the news that we're going to be talking about today on Geekscape, I pulled off of the Geekscape website uh, at geekscape.net. That's our plug right there. And I got to tell you, uh, I was thinking about the '80s and the '80s remakes and people like ourselves who are, uh, love the, those films because we grew up on them and maybe we want to make films. Similar to them. Did you see the news that we posted today that they're going to do a remake of Weird Science? Yes. And I actually just got done working on a movie with uh, Anthony Michael Hall. What did he say really? about this last remake? Week. He didn't say anything about it. Did he it. know about it? I don't know. It seems like something just got announced today, like a remake of Weird... Yeah, if you're going to do the John Hughes movies, maybe just go with the high concept ones like Weird Science. That's a pretty safe one to go with. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see it remade. Mm-hmm. I think the technology would uh, fit a lot better for actually creating... You know, Lisa now. You've thought about rather this Rather than the, uh, you know, the clunky 80s computers. Right. But who, but that, I mean, that's the big thing. Like, obviously, you can get two geeks and there's a ton of geeks and uh, and they can all play those roles. Uh, what, I, what I'm happy about is Joel Silver's still producing it and that they got the writer who did the uh, 21 Jump Street movie uh, from last year that I thought was really funny. Yeah. So at least they have like a really good writer who knows humor and, and knows how to, how to kind of do a love letter to something that came before. Like the 21 Jump Street movie is kind of like the model for. Um, making a, a remake or something like that, but um, I don't know. But, but who it, plays this? Who plays the Cynthia Rockrod? Yeah, or not it, Cynthia Rockrod. Like, who plays the um, Kelly, the Kelly uh, Kelly LeBrock character? Yeah. Because the thing is, like, in the '80s, there was the supermodel, and right. she was 
godlike and unattainable. But right. Now, and she was voluptuous, too. She wasn't like these waifs who we have yeah, yeah, walking around just, like that. There's too many pretty girls on TV. There's not. It's not as unattainable and fantastical right. as it was when Weird Science was made. So who, so who plays her? Maybe like a Kate Upton type or something. But she's not like the big. Right. I mean, she's supermodel kind of, but. I don't know. But but casting like an actual supermodel today, <laughs> like like they're just like 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 it'd be like casting Skeletor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't like it'd be a Master of the Universe movie. Like you don't want to cast the supermodel of today because they don't look human. Yeah. It'd be like weird science. It'd be the fucking weird and weird science. Like, <laughs> like like she shows up and she's like the fucking crypt keeper. Like like I, I think we've gone too far with the interaction. You know what I mean? She shows up. It's like um I don't for, I, you know it's like oops I shouldn't have put that xylophone in the in the in the uh, experiment because she showed up with like just her ribs showing. That was a, that was quite the mistake. Um, I was thinking somebody like an Alice Eve. I don't even know who that is. Alice Eve was in. She's just uh, she's out of my league. Did you ever see that movie? She's out of my league. Did you see that uh, one, Kenny? Yeah. And she's the she's the unattainable girl who's out of the guy's league. She had some comedy timing. She's super attractive, and it, it seems like she can act. She's in the she's in the upcoming Star Trek movie. That's important. Mm-hmm. So Alice Eve is my vote for the the Kelly LeBrock character. I'm gonna look her up and I'll look you know, back to look you her up. Look answer. her up. Look her up. Yeah, as if you haven't been looking her up before. All right, <laughs> let's take a phone call. If you guys want to call in, the phone number is three two three six two two eight six two three. I'm gonna pause real quick and take a phone call. Geekscape, you are on the air. What is up? Hey there, Jonathan. It's Allie. Allie in Seattle. How are you? I'm doing good, Allie. So uh what are you up to? Uh did you see that news that we post on the website today about a uh, weird science remake? Yes. And who do you think should play the Kelly LeBrock character? That's what we're talking about right now. Like, who? What actress could play the Kelly LeBrock character? Sorry to put you on the spot. Gosh, who's sexy, intriguing, and smart? How about we go with a foreigner, like someone with an accent? Okay. Anybody? Come I mean, that's basically what they did in the eighties. Yeah. That's exactly what they did in the eighties. So, uh, you have a name. What do you think? I mean, Alice Eve is British. That's who I went with. I went with Alice Eve. I've seen her pictures and yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 she's not hot enough. Oh, she's not hot enough for Paul. She, oh, okay, okay, Paul. All right, okay. I vote for Haley Derryberry. Haley Derryberry, would you do it? Uh, <laughs> You'd yeah, have to get yeah. it again, like those yes, athletic panties and like the you know those athletic panties that come up uh, to like your arms. She was talking about arms? being that uh, you know Lisa in costume for Halloween last year. So. Could work. Oh yeah, I did. I wanted to do the um, the gym costume. So so Allie, uh, what's up? What you called up to talk about? I called up to tell everybody that Oblivion is the go-to movie this weekend and Defiance is the TV show you need to be tuning in and the game you need to be playing. Okay, so I, I, I've seen Oblivion, and I enjoy Oblivion. I think that Oblivion, if you can get over whatever uh, anti-Tom Cruise sentiments you might have, um, I think Oblivion is a pretty enjoyable movie. It, it's it's a semi-smart sci-fi. It's got some cool concepts about... I, I mean, even if I told you what the concepts are, I feel like I'm spoiling it. I'm kind of upset that they even show Morgan Freeman in the in the, in the the trailers because I know you got to market it with Mar- Morgan Freeman because he's Morgan freaking Freeman, but... Uh, that even that is a bit of a spoiler. You know what I mean? The, the 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 part of the movie where Morgan Freeman shows up. But I think that if you're a sci-fi fan, Oblivion's worth seeing. I am. It looks pretty cool. And you enjoyed it, Allie? The visuals are great. The visuals are fantastic. The soundtrack was tight. It's a little slow the second half, but mm-hmm. the first half is so good it makes up for it. And if you're a science fiction fan. You know, there's going to be a few holes in the story, but that just comes with the territory. Right, right. Um, Defiance. I did watch Defiance this week on Sci-Fi. Um, I have to watch mm-hmm. Defiance because Rockne O'Bannon made it. Uh, Rockne O'Bannon is the guy who created Farscape, and Farscape was like the first big Sci-Fi Channel show, and it had Muppets in it. And I love Rockne O'Bannon, so I would follow him off a cliff. Most people are like Joss Whedon people. And I know that you're going to, uh, and, and Joss Whedon, you know, is big right now because of the Avengers and all that. But Rockne O'Bannon, when it comes to sci-fi, I got to watch it. And he did Defiance. Defiance was a little slow, but you got to give it credit because a lot of these science fiction shows are slow burns through part of their first season, right? Like Falling Skies was a slow burn for the first half of their first season, but you stick with it and you, it's actually a good show now. Who's your favorite character on Falling Skies? Uh, I know what you're going to say, because you're friends with one of the actors, but i got to go with an actor you have yet to see on the film, 
our friend Doug Jones. Oh, we know Doug. <laughs> yeah, so Doug yeah. is Doug is going to be in season three. So I got to go with Doug. Um, but awesome. um, but what do you think of Defiance, Ellie? Um, I saw some elements of uh, Star Wars going on in there, but I'm such a fan of science fiction and rock me S. O'Bannon. Love Farscape. That's why I originally tuned in. I think it's off to a great start. P- plus, it has Julie Benz in it, which is like an automatic. I at least have to watch the first episode for me because she's my unofficial Hollywood girlfriend. Mm. I, ha- I had her on the, uh, we-, we were doing like the red carpet for the Scream Awards a couple of years ago, and she walked up, and it was like one of the only times uh, in doing interviews for Geekscape that like I didn't know what to say. I was like, <laughs> and I started like salivating, and, I- and when I ended up opening my mouth, it was really embarrassing because all the, like I had like cummy mouth. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like I was like, I was like, first crop. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, I just sounded awful. <laughs> but I get like all nervous. I was like, that is the technical broadcast term for that instance when you uh, try and talk and it sounds like your mouth. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not speaking from reference here. I'm not speaking from experience, but uh, that's how I would describe it. The it's coming out. And I got all nervous, and I was like, so, uh, Julie Benz, you're Dexter. And she just looked at me like, you're a moron. Like this, like you're the geek. Of course you're Geekscape. Of course you're the geek outlet. Like oh, of course you don't know how to talk to a woman. I'm like no, but I just embarrass myself. So I, I should probably find a press event for like a defiance and try and redeem myself to Julie Benz, and then she will understand that just like she is my geek uh, TV I've got girlfriend. Something for everybody though that they might want to check out. I've mm-hmm. seen the first four issues of Da Vinci's Demons from David S. Goyer playing on Stars. Yes. You've seen the first they're, four episodes. I saw the first four, and okay. they're pretty good. They get better and better instead of worse and worse. I really am. In, I'm enthralled. And that's like it's Da Vinci good. being like Batman at the same time. Like he's kind of like crime fighting or like doing like Sherlock Holmes type of stuff. Like he's making inventions and things like that. Yeah, and having wild sex. What? And <laughs> but he doesn't have like an old man beard. It's <laughs> not like he doesn't have like an old man beard, right? Like it's not like seeing an old man with like a bunch of like papyrus like artwork, like having sex in like a nasty old musky room, right? With like a, a flying contraption. No, he's young and good looking. Sexy Da Vinci. Oh, that's just what you Oh, sexy Da Vinci. Oh, okay. Yeah. You sexy see his early self portraits. Let me tell you, man. In like 500 years, when they realize my greatness and they come back and they make a TV show like about Jonathan Lennon, they're gonna cast the sexiest hunk around. And in like any photographic proof or any of that, like hopefully, like that's just been eradicated in like the Fifth World War. And nobody's like, wait a minute, he was this ugly looking Ray Romano dude. Like, you know, you can't recast him. Sexy Da Vinci. All right, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Okay. All right. Allie, thank you for calling. Recommended. Defiance recommended. Oblivion recommended. And Da Vinci's Demons, right? Which isn't out yet, but that's recommended. Allie, thanks no, for calling. it call- started on uh, Stars. I think it's on Monday nights, but I may be wrong. Okay, set we'll the DVRs. We'll post something on the Geekscape for everybody to check it out. Thank you, Allie. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right, I, I think I, I know who's calling on this one. I'm going to take this one, but only because I think I know who it is. And if it's not, I'm going to tell them to shut up and hang up. Oh. Geekscape, you are on the air. Hey, Jonathan. Yep, that's exactly what it is. It's Matt Kelly. Matt, we were talking about you. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were talking about you, and you were talking. What do you think about this rabid love movie? It kind of, uh, it kind of plays homage to all these films that we love. And, and, I, I, and I don't mean to insult Paul. Uh, I think these movies have a place in all our hearts, more so than maybe some of the refined Hollywood ones. You know what I mean? I absolutely agree. None of those refined Hollywood films have a kid being exploded into a furious feathers by a giant mutant bear. Okay, now he's talking obviously about the uh, <laughs> uh, about the uh, the amazing uh, prophecy. Have you, did you guys see the prophecy in your research? The original one. Yeah, the original one with uh, with what's her name, Rocky's wife. <laughs> what was her name? The girl who played Adrian. Oh yeah, jeez. Uh, you help um, me out here, Matt. I know who you're talking. I know about. you got the IMDb up on Adrian. the quick. Uh, Talia Shire. Yeah, Talia Shire. Guys, the, the prophecy is the prophecy is not only good for that scene where the little kid gets attacked by the monster in the prophecy. It literally, okay, so we all know the best death in the Friday the 13th series, right? We know the best death in the Friday the 13th series. I'm guessing you guys rolled deep on Friday the 13th because it was probably a big influence well, for you guys. Only on the Rapid first Love. few because yeah, the then they got out well. of like the 80s feel. Okay, so the best, the, the, keeping it from number seven early, like mm-hmm. only up to seven, the best death has to be. What is it, Matt? 
Oh shit, that is a good one. You're right. My favorite is actually in uh, Jason X where he boxes the dude. The, no, the sleeping bag. No, that's number seven. No, no, that's seven. It's Jason X. Jason X is not the sleeping bag. When he's on like the space station and the holographic. Oh, oh, oh! The girls are like, oh, let's smoke weed and let's right, have right. sex. No, no, no. The best death is the one when it actually happened in number seven, where uh, is it seven or six, Matt? Where the where the girl sees Jason. Jason's killed her boyfriend. Jason then goes to the tent, cuts his way open. She sees Jason. She thinks that it's okay to not to escape from him by hiding in her sleeping bag. He drags <laughs> the sleeping bag out of the tent, and then wraps it like a baseball bat around a tree okay. with her in it. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 I think that's a good death, but you were right, and you raise a very interesting point. The death uh, in number five in the outhouse with the ooh baby, that is easily the best. Yeah, that's my favorite. I'm gonna go with that one. Okay, I'm gonna go with that one. That's your favorite. I was like, that's obvious. Okay, okay, okay. So Paul and Haley, this is the question for you guys, knowing that you guys are the experts and you guys did rabid love. Don't spoil it. Try and be as vague as possible, but but also give us something to chew on. What is the best death in Rabid Love? Like if we go X, if we go mm. see Rabid Love, we will see someone getting in, in, X. Insert insert phrase there. Um, Entice us. I think I think we put the best death in the trailer. Okay, the best the best death Which is one? in the trailer with Chris. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so what happens there? There's Paul? a cool one. We do like a uh, a phantasm reference type of thing, you know, with the the, the ball, ball in yeah. the head. Only it's with our claws. Okay. So we get some claws in the forehead. It's okay, claws cool. in the forehead. No, claws in the forehead. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that, Matt? Claws in the forehead. You going to watch this rabbit love? Absolutely. It's sold. They're so, like, right healthy. I like it. Did you see the trailer to Rabbit Love, Matt? I did not. What's wrong with you, fool? It's on YouTube. I only promoted it. Um, Matt. Well, hey, I called it in the poster. I'm doing my job. Okay. <laughs> So, Matt, uh, real quick, I know you saw Weird Science. Who would you cast in the Kelly LeBrock uh, role? I'm agreeing with you with the girl from She's Out of My League. Yeah, take that one, Paul. Paul saw her uh, picture and was like, mm, not hot yeah, enough. I, I mean, she's okay. W won't bang. Will not bang. <laughs> you know that will not bang meme with the well, nerd? He's like, with all the super bottles that he apparently has just running through his house. Do you hear this nerd? This, do you hear this nerd stepping to you? We do have a lot of supermodels running through our house. Okay, Matt, real quick before I let you go, what is the worst uh, movie in your collection? Oh, shit. <laughs> I did just pick up a copy of Invasion of the Saucer Men from, like, the 50s. Uh, 50s movies are all bad. So, I mean, for, with those sci-fi uh, movies from the 50s, most of them are pretty bad. I don't know. I think the one that I have the most trouble actually sitting through is... Um, you put me on the spot, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I got no clue. Okay. So, you see in the collection, dude. It's atrocious. Yeah, but the prophecy is a good place to start. If you guys want to watch uh, watch a bad horror movie and you want to see a kid explode in his sleeping bag by getting swiped by a giant man bear pig, which was the basis of man, man bear pig. Man bear, bear pig, the basis was the monster in the prophecy. So that's one to check out. Um, we're going to take a spot break here on Geekscape. We will be back in a few minutes. Hang tight. We'll be right back and we'll be talking rabid love. Hmm. Bye, Matt. We're going to talk uh... You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network. It helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh! To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney. Microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones. World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Josh. And this is Ross. From the Josh and Ross Radio show. Radio program. It's on live every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 Pacific time. And I, what would you say this show is about, Ross? Well, I think it's, you know, two male <laughs> perspectives. Very strong male strong perspectives. Strong male yep. perspectives. I come from one point of view, and you come from... The, 
the complete opposite, opposite. end. Yeah. And somehow we meet in the middle. We also give advice to the callers in a segment we call He Said. He Said. If you didn't listen to us on Tuesday, if you missed it, go back and watch the show on ToadHepNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. And while you're there, subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show. That is just our way us saying, get into the show, bitches. Hey, but look at you. Now, just behave a little bit. That's about as behaved as I get. But no need to call anyone a bitch. Yeah. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got You Got Not the Fuck Out, Bonehead of the Week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live, toadhopnetwork.com, or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Geekscape. Um, I got a couple of texts during the break. Uh, Sean Madden, one of our writers, was like, Gem- I don't know if I'm saying this right, Gemma Archerton. She's a, she's a British oh, yeah. model. I think she's smoking hot. She should be great. Uh, we're kind of keeping in the Kelly LeBrock British thing, which I think is a smart way to go. Um, the texts just keep coming. People are like, uh, the phone lines are right here, guys. It's 323-622-8623. If I don't pick up, it's because I'm talking to somebody. Maybe it's somebody who's in the studio, and I don't want to be rude, or maybe somebody on the phone, and I'll just be rude. But I'm talking to somebody, and I'll pick up when I get a chance. You know that. Um, all right, we got a little bit left in the show. Um, we got a kind of crazy show next week uh, for those of you guys who want to tune in. we've got. Um, I'm putting together a reunion of sorts of the actors who were in the Roger Corman produced Fantastic Four movie. Do you know about that one, Kenny? That's Remember awesome. the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie from 1994? No, I never saw it actually. Okay, like the only way to see it would be like bootlegs from like conventions on VHS or DVD. Okay. It was it, it was, was never re- released, right? It was never released. Like the movie is really bad, but everyone in the geek world has seen it because we all went to conventions during the 90s and that was like the hot thing to do is get the Fantastic Four bootleg that you can only see at conventions. So um, I've got, so far I've got a couple of the actors coming in. I'm trying to collect them all like Pokemon. I've got uh, The Thing, my friend Carl, who played The Thing. Uh, He probably lost like 40 pounds sweat through that nasty suit. Uh, The actress who played Sue Storm. And then yesterday, I'm checking my, you know, I'm checking my emails every now and then, and I see an email from Dr. Doom himself, the actor who played Dr. Doom. He's like, it's me, it's Doom. I want to come. Is in that how he like, still signs? Somebody says, "Yeah, yeah, love uh, do." Uh, the, yeah. the actor, the actor. I'm trying to remember his name. He'll be here next week uh, if, if he can still make it. Um, uh, he was like, "It's me, you know. I'm Doom. I heard you're put. I've heard you. I heard you putting the, putting the band back together for the radio. You should come on and uh, and and have me. I'd love to do it. I was going to be in costume. Right. I don't think I could put Carl in the costume. Like <laughs> like the costume awesome. sounds like torture. He showed me pictures <laughs> of the costume, and it sounds like. It sounds like you just poured concrete on yourself. <laughs> it's how, it, I mean, there's no. I mean, it felt like this movie was made without any union considerations because it, the, the the suit looked torturous, and supposedly the shooting conditions were a bit extreme. So uh, everybody's heard a million horror stories of the uh, of the Fantastic Four movie that Roger Corman uh, made in the early '90s. The, maybe the most horrific story is that people who've seen that version still think. It's better than the Tim Story one <laughs> that like Fox made, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to try and watch it this weekend, and then maybe do a reunion next week. So you're going to want to check in to Geekscape. Also, um, I'm going to be a guest on Ace Hall's uh, Leet Lounge Live next uh, Thursday after the show. So when the show ends at seven, you go over to theleetloungelive.com and watch me uh, get interviewed and play video games with uh, with with Jennifer and Xander, who work over there, and um, uh, for Jace Hall. And you know they invited me over there. They'll have there'll be a promo up on the on the show on the uh, site soon. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're doing a lot of we just we just redid the Geekscape site, so we got to do promotion to let the other geeks know about it. And Paul, did you invite these two textures over here? Like, do do you want to keep them on camera? Because like it's like oh, we're so excited (laughs) about being there. I have a red carpet tomorrow that I have to keep. Now what's going on with the red carpet? Like, like any big stars? If I go by this rabid love Huge premiere, stars. like who's, who's coming by? Yeah. Lou Frigno well, coming to be there? No, uh, right. not that bad. I don't know. Maybe right. Ace Freely. Ace Freely. Oh man. A lot of uh, uh, if you're into the indie horror 
scene, then you'll okay. know a lot of our red carpeters. Okay. Um, yeah. Some people, some movies that will be represented there are going to be um, Witches of Oz, uh, American Girls, uh, Bloody Bloody, Bloody, Bloody Bible, Bible Camp. Camp. Banging on, she like keeps banging. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Into the mic, please, please. Um, Several. Truth or Dare coming up with Jessica Cameron, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Dahlia haunting. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever see Black Devil Doll? No. no. I, mean, I mean, that's one. I don't know. I think it's on Netflix, but Black, Black, Devil, Devil, Doll. Black Devil Doll is like a satanic racist puppet. Nice. It's a black racist puppet who kills like honky women. Big, big breasted honky women. Do you ever see that one, Kenny? Black Devil Doll? No. The movie is the shit. I, uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe you guys should reach out for that one, Black Devil Doll. Okay. Mm. See if those filmmakers want to join you. I don't know if they're doing a sequel or what. All I know is I was at a party like last year, and there was this well-endowed girl, and in, 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 in we happened to be sitting next to each other. Uh, my buddy Frank was on the first uh, season of Face Off. Remember Face Off on Sci-Fi? Oh, yeah. Where they did the makeup, the makeup stuff? stuff, yeah. My friend Frank, he would hold these screening parties at, at, at his place, and I went over there, and I'm sitting next to the girl, and I'm like, all right, this is awkward. I should just talk to this person who's next to me. And I'm like, hey, my name's Jonathan. Like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm an actress. And I go, okay, okay. She goes, don't worry, though. You've never seen anything I'm in. And I'm like, well, what have you been in? She goes, well, I was in this horror movie, but it was a little, like, controversial. (laughs) Nobody saw it. And I go, are you in Black Devil, though? And she goes, oh, shit. (laughs) And I was like, yo, you should wear that with pride. I was at Monster Palooza this weekend. Did you guys go to Monster Palooza? No. There was a monster convention in Burbank this weekend. Did you went to Monster Palooza, Jamie? She was at Coachella. She was at Coachella? What kind of nerd journalist YouTube? Big on YouTube for what? Yeah. Coachella? Forget Coachella. You know what? Here's my story about Coachella. My holographic version of me got, like, raped, roofied, and robbed at Coachella. That's what happened to me at Coachella. No, Coachella. You gotta be a Monster Palooza with us geeks. Yeah, what's a Monster Palooza? Why are we just now hearing about it's it? It's a horror convention every year in Burbank. You're supposed to be the social media we person. We live in Burbank. Social media person supposed to be up on these opportunities. You guys could have been produced. It was like promoting Rabbit Love at Monster Palooza. Yeah, that would have been great. I saw Tom uh, Savini I have there. No idea what we were doing. Oh, Tom Savini. We're going to be at uh, Calgary HorrorCon with Tom Savini in a few months. Guys, guys, yeah. Monster Palooza. I'm saying, Same. fire her. <laughs> I don't even work. Hire this work guy. For what? I Peanuts. Work for, I work for City. Because a Monster Palooza, I, I met a ton of different people. Uh, this director Neil Johnson, who does like these sci-fi movies, um, he came up to me oh. and he goes, he goes, I listened. He goes, he's like, I don't know where he's from, but does he do uh, Almost Human? I don't know what he did. Is that the one? No, he did a bunch of different like little sci-fi movies. They're, they're, they look big though. Like these sci-fi movies, he, he like have tons of special effects. And he came up to me and goes, I, uh, listen to your show. I like your show. Um, is your wife around? Because I listened to the episode <laughs> with her, and I just want to meet her. She sounded hot. <laughs> he goes, I just want to meet your wife. So, and, my, and, and here's Laura. I dragged Laura to this thing because she, you know, she just wanted to check it out. And my brother and I went, and she didn't want to be left out. So, so Laura was just sitting there, like, get, doing the sitting over here, uh, hurry up and quit talking to your nerd. Like, I was trying to, I was trying to meet the people from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and Laura's sitting here like... Hurry up and uh, and meet your people from uh, Planet of the Apes and uh, let's let's go to the Ultraman room and you can do that. And Ultraman, just move along, move along. So uh, Monster Palooza would have been a great opportunity for you guys in the yeah, fall. It been great. In the fall, there is Son of Monster Palooza in Burbank, so really? don't miss that. We'll be there. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, a okay. bunch of the horror, like almost all of the horror film festivals, are in October, so yeah. that's going to yes. be hard. We'll be, to, uh, hopefully, schedule. we'll be at a Scream Fest, Shock Fest. Um, LA Horror Fest. We haven't actually been accepted Guys, yet. Guys, I think Scream Fest <laughs> is where I met my wife. Really? With the screening of Gay by Dawn. I think uh, I met Do my wife. Do you think you met her there? Uh, I think it was that festival. It was one of these horror festivals in LA, and she was a friend of, my, uh, of a friend, and she came with her, and uh, I was like, who's your friend? And she was like, that's my boss. And I was like, who's your boss? Let me meet your boss. But it turned out she liked horror movies, and so horror movies led to uh, my marriage, which led to uh, Neil Johnson asking for me for if she can get an introduction to my wife because she was on Geekscape, <laughs> which is just weird. It's weird, Kenny. It's weird. I probably have Geekscape as asking to be introduced to you. Yeah, right. We'll see if you wouldn't bail on me at WonderCon. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kenny was supposed to be at WonderCon. And I he really didn't wa- come down. I really wanted to go. San Diego. I yeah. What's that? She's at GDC. GDC. She's like, oh, oh, come on. She's at the game conference up in San Francisco. She's in all the wrong spots, man. Coachella? What's she doing? Doing shrooms when she could have been in Monster Palooza pushing the rabbit <laughs> love. Yeah. All right? She's yeah. getting hit on by like a bunch of dudes. 
showing their abs, you know, high on peyote, <laughs> high on peyote in a sandstorm when she could have been a monster palooza pushing the rabbit love. Now right. you gotta, I probably would have much rather been there. That's what I'm saying. I was there for work. You were there for I work. Can't help there for war. You send me places that, you know. They're like, we need to infiltrate the douche bro market. <laughs> Is there any way you can go to Coachella this weekend and hook it up with guys named Troy? Oh, Is there any know. way? Last night, she's like, my friend's, my friend's in town because Kim's staying with us. And yeah. she's like, uh, she she wants to come by and hang out. And we're like, yeah, sure, she can come by. She's with this guy that she met at Coachella. We're like, 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 uh, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, sorry. She goes with some Yeah. You guys want some gummy shrooms? You guys want any of this stuff? Nah. So how was Coachella? Get off your phone. What you doing on the phone? I'm Instagramming. Instagram. Oh, <laughs> oh. hey Kenny, guess what? You're famous. You're on Instagram. Yay. All right. So wow. listen, what you doing on the phone? What filter are you using? No, I'm just. <laughs> Whichever one covers on my face, please. Yeah. Okay. So what were you doing? How was Coachella? I um I do experiential marketing. So I was at the VIP Absolute Lounge. Uh huh. Um, and they were doing live art there actually. Live art. What is yeah. that? So they were actually having these artists. There were a couple LA-based artists out there, and they were painting absolute bottles because you know the absolute bottle is iconic. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's the date, dr- the date rape drink of choice at Coachella, right? I mean, like you know, everyone recognizes it before the night becomes a little bit too blurry. Right. So, all right. Before you uh, wake up naked in the desert with your keys missing and all that, yeah, <laughs> pregnant, yeah. Yeah. pregnant. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm just gonna follow the uh, trail of ass blood back to the festival. <laughs> Thank you, Absolute. <laughs> Thanks, Absolute, for giving me ass raped in the desert in Coachella. I'll just follow this. These, I'll just follow these drops of blood and sperm back to my tent. At least the bottle was painted. <laughs> Kim, you may not get a job with Absolute. Anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Coachella sounds like a like every. It was fantastic. Or Coachella. Coachella sounds like a nightmare. Everything I see coming out of Coachella. Like, why would I want to be there? These <laughs> bands are huge. Like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers had their time. <laughs> like, I don't want to go and, and be a bunch of around a bunch of muddy hippies for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. There aren't hippies anymore. Okay. They're just like these right. young, burning, beautiful man. women who run around with stickers on don't try and sell me sister <laughs> what that sounds young gross. beautiful women <laughs> <laughs> i run geekscape i got all the young beautiful women i want there you go <sighs> yeah living a lie well you did meet your wife at what? i did at a horror convention right, and i dragged convention. and i dragged her to monster palooza where neil where neil johnson was like will you introduce me to your wife I was like, all right, she's standing over there, and she's bored as fuck. She's the one over there, bored as fuck. <laughs> like, so like, when's he coming like, over for dinner? W- w- wondering why I'm like freaking out about the uh, people in Planet of the Apes. Uh, we did meet the little kid from um, from Pet Cemetery. That was huge. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it was the guy Miko. Uh, and my brother talked to Eric Roberts. And Eric Roberts is there because uh, he. What horror movie is Eric Roberts in? Every single yeah. one yeah. is the so, bad guy. So he's in uh, Eric Roberts, and, and my brother goes up to him and goes, uh, hey, man. And he did the same thing with Simon Ree, who was also in this movie, but he goes, best of the best. And he just starts quoting best of the best, and I think he freaked Eric Roberts out. Like, um, I did a really scene with Eric Roberts. Did you really? Show? In a TV show? How old was he? Did he hit on you at all? Uh, he was kind of out of it. Mm, I don't think he was really aware. So he's a drunk? Is that what you're saying? He's on pills? <laughs> what are you saying about Eric Roberts now? Wait, wait, wait. Did you just accuse him of coming back from Coachella? Yeah. <laughs> did he come visit me? First I'm sure he was just uh, stressed out and busy. Could you imagine, Kimmy's like, uh, I brought my friend Coachella. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> he starts pulling a fucking star 80 on all of you. He's like, I'm going to murder every single one of you. Wow. Um, all right, let's get back to the geek. The Man of Steel trailer. Geek. You can say that that's the big event this uh, week, that Man of Steel trailer, which I forced Paul to watch because we're going to talk about it. Um, people are freaking out about this Man of Steel trailer. And it looks with, pretty awesome. Yeah, with reason. I, I got to say, though, before, you know, I, I'm really upset because you made me break my rule of not watching trailers. Dude, totally. I mean, our writers, Derek and Sean, post the trailers on Geekscape, and Sean's always like, this is awesome. Da-da-da. He's always pointing out things in the trailer that are awesome, and I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm not going to do it. Like, Iron Man comes out in two weeks. I can chill. Star Trek comes out in a month. I can chill. Man of Steel, though, the first trailer looked like Terrence Malick movie, and he didn't give you too much. The second one gives you more, but still not a lot of the plot. No. Uh, this is the way to do trailers. This movie looked awesome in this trailer. Yeah, it did, but now I have high expectations. Of course you got high expectations. He is the king of superheroes. He should have the best movie. We'll see if that comes true, because he's, he's never Superman had the best Superman or Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, I, I say I say Superman with Terrence Malick. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it looks like a Terrence Malick movie, but uh, I love the look of Zod. 
Um, I, Michael it, Shannon. You could put the LexCorp building in there. Like, there's a freeze frame uh, online with the LexCorp building. Oh, I didn't see that. So they're they're going to be expanding the universe. The rumor is, Sean was telling me uh, earlier this week we were talking about like uh, what else could be in there, and he's he said the rumor is that there's some references to the Amazonians, maybe the Wonder Woman intro. Wonder Woman. Uh, references to other cities like Coast City, Central City. Sean is up on it. Like he's posting all that stuff on the site. Mm. So be spoiler weary. But I think Sean and Derek do a good job of like hiding the spoilers. So um, go to the site and check that out. I love the trailer. I think it's incredible. Like, yeah, it looks the really scope awesome. Of it is appropriate. The scope should be yeah. the biggest thing ever, and it is. Um, yeah, and it kind of goes back to like the uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman era, like story wise. It looked like. Or the feel of that, mm-hmm. which were my favorites. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the sincerity of who he is. Yeah. He's a boy on the farm. He, do, you know, he doesn't want From to. From Kansas. He just, wants to be a, he just wanted to be that blue-collar boy, you know. Um, but uh, he's an alien, so too bad. I have a uh, Superman anecdote. We have a friend. His name is Jarrell. What? Drill? Drill? Jor-El. <laughs> okay. Jor-El. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Guess what he named his son. Kal-El. Yes. That's is, is your friend uh, Nicholas Cage? Like is that? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess what he named his daughter? Go for it. Ayla. We researched this before. <laughs> Kara or Kara. Kara. Yeah. Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, you know Mark Riley, who's part of the uh, Schmoes No. Yeah. Uh, named his dog Kal-El. Really? Yeah, I like Mark Riley a lot. He, he named a dog Kal-El. <laughs> the dog. I mean, he named a freaking human. This guy over there. Um, uh, my little brother's name is Barry Allen. Is it really? Yeah. And my, my dad did that without like, my uh, stepmom knowing. He's got pulley on his legs. No, <laughs> can he, what? What? He's not fast? Is he fast? I mean, you're wearing a Flash I don't know. He's wearing a Flash Gordon yeah, shirt. Very different Flash. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's only 13. Wow. So we don't know yet. So now he's got to be on the track Maybe team. he will be, yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a quick call. Uh, this is I think this is Sean Madden calling in. Hey, Sean, is this you? You're on Geekscape. Yeah, we, yeah, we were uh, throwing out your hard work on the Geekscape site, posting the trailers. <laughs> but uh, I don't like I don't like the word that you use, rumors, because I can 100% confirm the reshoots. Listen to these <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, that, that's that's my guy, Sean Madden. Like, I, don't, I don't like you. Like, oh, he said it's a rumor. I was like, no, I've talked to someone who worked on the movie that they did reshoot. There yeah. you go. Straight to the source, Sean Madden. I had an audition for Man of Steel. I didn't tell you You were going to be Jimmy Olsen yeah. or what? Yeah, no, I was going to be <laughs> Superman. No, <laughs> no, I seriously, I really so did. What was it? I had an audition for uh, one of the A10 fiber wait, 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 hold, hold, hold up, hold up! My guest has a story. Silence. <laughs> Sorry, he's got an audition. So, so what yeah, is no, this? I, I'm like not really an actor, but somehow I got called in because I was former military. Okay. So I got called in for one of the A10 pilots. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. cool. And he did the part. But it'd be but, awesome to have like even if it was like yeah. a 10 second, five second part, it'd be awesome to be in Man of Steel. Yeah, I couldn't believe I got called in. Sean, what were you gonna say? No, it was just I didn't, I didn't like the word rumors. I mean, the big hey, rumors, it's not a personal really attack. Rumors about Man, Camo, I, Panic Attack. Oh, I, Camo, is that how you I don't like Fleetwood Mac. You know, the, the, you know, you know the guy from Battlestar Galactica, Tamil Pinnacle. I think yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Uh, he was in that. Dollhouse. He had like a, a he was in Arrow this season. He's in the movie, but we don't know who he's cast who's, as. Who is he in Battlestar? He's a uh, the. He's douchey. Dias Baltar. No, he's not Dias Baltar. No. He's oh. the one who's who who has the baby with the with the uh, Cylon. They have the any, oh, any, chief. Yeah, no, not chief. Oh, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, he's guy, the one who the won't. Guy. He doesn't destroy the regeneration ships in the most unbelievable oh. part of the whole season. Yeah, oh wait, wait, he, he, he's the, he the heavier set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, so so we don't know who he plays yet. Sean is saying he may be playing Corbin, the dude who ends up becoming Metallo. That's our rumor. I mean, there's a big rumor that he's playing. And I'm saying rumor. Uh huh. And that's an alias that has been used by the character. Okay. So they could be alluding to it later. But there's also people that are thinking, well, what if he shaved his head bald? Oh, and he's Lex Luthor. No, I think you got to go with a. I think you got to go with an A list for for Luthor. You absolutely have to go with an A list for Luthor. Yeah. I thought Kevin Spacey's well, Luthor was great with the Brian Singer version. Yeah. The Brian Singer casting was yeah. awesome. The Brian Singer story was. You know what I mean? And it's a shame because because it looked great. The Brandon Routh. Yeah, I thought Brandon I mean, Routh was great as Clark, no, 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 Clark Kent. He was one great. Thing that came out of that though. Right. What the, was the joke at the end of Ted. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> you remember the end of Ted? They made fun of poor Brandon Routh. We should get Brandon Routh on the show. I bet he like he'd come on the show. Brandon Routh sounds like a, he's friends well, with my. You mean because he's not doing anything right no, now? No, he, he, no. This no, is an insult no, to him. No, Jesus Brandon Christ. Routh, Brandon Routh. I keep forgetting, but like my friend Suzanne is friends with Brandon Routh and like knows him. And I should oh, just okay. ask her, like, hey, make the intro to Brandon Routh and let's have him on Geekscape. Maybe we'll do that for the Man of Steel. Since like they're making a new Fantastic Four and I'm having the old Fantastic Four actors, maybe I'll have Brandon Routh on here and be like... He's great in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he's great yeah. in Scott Pilgrim. We aren't going to be spurging Brandon Routh right here. Uh-uh. You get right out of the studio, you're going to be bespurging Brandon Routh. You guys could talk about Dylan Dog and all that. Yep, yep. It's Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and or all you, that or stuff. Or you couldn't. Or when he played a crackhead in that movie with RZA. We don't know that one. Let me tell oh, you, Sean finds this shit on Netflix. Sean finds this stuff on Netflix <laughs> that is like Matt Kelly level sometimes, but not horror and not like weird torture porn that Matt Kelly watches. Like Sean watches normal movies, but really obscure ones on on Netflix. He, he's he's discovered well, some real gems on Netflix. I can't even lie. The only reason I watch it is because Shannon Bosman gets naked in it. All right, we're creeped. Sean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Um, we just had Mark Webber in here who's like friends with Shannon Sossman. We can't be talking like that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Shannon Sossman's gorgeous. Um, all right. So, um, Rabid Love. Okay. Yeah. Are we done talking about Superman, Man of Steel? Sure. I mean, that, I I mean, we are, we're all in agreement. That looks amazing. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Okay. I'm really excited about Michael Shannon as Zod. Oh, he looks incredible. Awesome. Let, let's take a quick call, and then let's finish up talking about Rabid Love, all right? Geekscape, you are on the air with Haley and Paul. And this chick who thought it would be better. Right. Idea. Yeah, Wait, who's oh, who is this? Zod, is this you? Hello? <laughs> no, it's Andy. Hey, what's oh. up, Andy? All right. Um, actually, I'm wondering uh, since uh, he's all got the Flash shirt on. I don't know what's going uh, on. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Flash and a pair of ducks. Animated film. I heard I got my flash shirt on. Flash and a pair of ducks in an animated film. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> and, and Andy, what are you calling from? Like, are you watching this on like a Commodore sixty four? Like, what's going on with your technology, man? <laughs> like, what's going on, Andy? Guess yeah. up. Guess up. Pasando, yeah, amigo. Are you at Coachella right now? <laughs> are they running a train on you at Coachella? <laughs> How much E are you on yeah. at Coachella right now? Oh, go by the Absolute Building. Yeah, this is how you talk when you're on Absolute. Flash Paradox animated. He's like looking at his hand and it's flashing in through. He's like, I can see through space time. I'm so high right now. Uh, Andy, Andy, listen, man. Like, you don't have a landline where you live or anything like that? Like, like I don't know where he is. He, Does anybody have a landline now? I'm like, I'm like concerned about him, man. There's a telephone box anywhere near you. If, 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 if Andy and ends up in like, like, a, like a situation where somebody breaks into his home, fucker's dead. Fucker's just like straight up dead. He's going to be calling the police and be like, ah, uh, get uh, break, uh, uh. And, and then they're just going to be hearing hacking sounds. <laughs> Andy, Andy. I don't think he's there anymore. I think he's no, I think he's dead. Yeah, Andy. Andy. Well, um, this could be Metallica. Never mind. No. I heard, never mind. Oh, I heard, no, no, yeah. Andy has a question for Haley. He may Not have a crush on, on Nate. Sorry, Jonathan's kind of a dick sometimes. Sometimes? I'm going for a record all the time, brother. Speak. Now. Speak all right. now. Um, but... Like, right as he starts to get into his question, <laughs> it falls apart. Returns over. Oh. Much better than Howard the Duck. I gotta say, much better than Howard the Duck. We're just gonna finish his question Flash for Gordon him. is better than Howard the Duck, yes. Yeah. <sighs> I was going with Superman Returns, but yeah, sure, Howard the Duck. Yeah. Well, no, we heard the Superman yeah. Returns yeah. part. We didn't, read, we didn't hear the other 20 seconds of your question. There's no duck tits in Superman it's Returns. Better and how much. Oh, this is gonna be much better than I mean, Superman Returns. You kidding me? This is gonna be the real deal. It is Zack Snyder, and we've seen how good he's Zack Snyder has yet to do a bad movie. I'm saying it right now. Zack yeah. Snyder has yet to do a bad movie, right, Zach? See you at the pool, see at the pool party there. this weekend. I'm not okay, trusting the one. I can't do this anymore. Andy, I can't do this anymore. I sound like I'm, I'm like talking to a cyborg. Um, <laughs> you were saying in defense of Zack Snyder? No, I just said, wow, super passionate there. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no. Hey, let's passionate. listen. Don't listen to the person who spent the last weekend tripping on E, okay? Like Zach, Zach Snyder, I was working. Zack Snyder has yet to make a movie that I have not enjoyed. And I enjoyed Sucker Punch for the uh, ridiculous excess in which it was. It was a ridiculous visual excess. I awesome. liked it. And, and whatever. You want to go get a popcorn movie? That's a popcorn movie. Sorry. Sorry, haters. 
I, I like Zack Snyder movies. Even the ones that, like the animated Me ones, too. the Magic Little Owls. I like that one too. Do you like the Owl movie, The Little Guardians? I, I never saw that one. I've all seen right. everyone else though. Okay, all right. Um, all right. Rise of the yeah, Rise of the Guardians. Or yeah, whatever? no, the Rise of the Guardians is a different one. Did you guys, it? I don't know. Did you guys see the design for Amazing? Amazing Spider-Man 2, the, the Jamie Foxx electro picture? Yeah. That's what I thought of was Rise of the Guardians when Jack Frost has the hoodie on and he's blue. That's what it reminded me of. Other people have been saying like Abe Sapien and like a Smurf. All I got to say is I did not like the first Amazing Spider-Man. I'm going into Amazing Spider-Man 2 with my hope back in place because I will watch anything with Spider-Man in it. And I hope the movie's good. And I know those aren't the fin- that's not the finished look because there may be a ton of VFX in it. And I'm going in with an open mind. I like Paul Giamatti as the Rhino. I'm hopeful. And I, and I like the casting in the Spider-Man movie. I just didn't like the script for the first one and some of the stuff they did with the character. I'm having an open mind. I know there are haters on the internet for this Jamie Foxx thing. I'm not going to be one of them. What do you think, Paul? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was the kid eating the blue stuff said, bring me another Smurf. <laughs> oh, yeah, I posted stuff. a picture on uh, yeah. Facebook of this little baby who had been eating like all this blue stuff. It's all over his bib and everywhere. And he goes, bring me another Smurf. <laughs> like, did you see that one on the Facebook, Kenny? Why don't you ha- hang out with me on Facebook, Kenny? I ain't got no friends. Yeah, me either. That's why I don't have the Facebook or the YouTube, apparently. <laughs> Yo, um, I have to add the, the in front of me. Haley, are you guys on, on Facebook? Are you on Facebook? Mm-hmm. You know, the Facebook, you got to be with your social media, right? Now that you don't have a job with Absolute, now that we got you fired from your social media <laughs> company? Are you going to be on there? Maybe you're going to be on LinkedIn now that we've got you fired? Maybe. Okay. Going back Kimmy, to friends. Kimmy's really into Instagram. Kimmy's into Instagram. Yeah, I can tell. She's Instagramming this entire show. There's yeah. like 40 yeah. pictures of, of Kenny on Instagram now. It is. She's like, you got a ton of likes? People are like, oh, you're in the studio with Ray Romano Jr. I love that. Let's go. All right. At Kimmy Kim Kim on Twitter. Yeah, we don't got to be throwing no plugs. Yeah. If she respected us, she wouldn't be on yeah. Instagram this entire show. You know that, Geese Gabus? Mm-hmm. You know that. She comes, I love you. She comes here. Aww. He didn't even introduce How me you at first. I was like, well, well, I didn't know Kimmy was going to be on mic. I didn't think that was part of the deal, but I like having her on mic because she, she shakes it up. I Are do, you I sure? Do. Yeah, I do. Oh. Get out of here. We're going to go to Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings after this. I like it. We'll bring you back some, some stuff. All right, Kenny? Yeah. Um, all right. Rabid Love. Haley. How many people are in the movie and how many people die? I like spoilers. Is it, a, is, it a blood bath? is it a bloodbath? Is it a Because, like, Evil Dead's like a bloodbath. seven people in the main cast, and then we have a few, like, five other secondary characters. Like your red shirts? It. Like your red shirt, like, inbred, like, locals? We probably have, like, 12 or 15 kills. That's good. Ish. That's good. Did you like the new Evil Dead movie? I did. I was, like, really worried going into it, but then I saw some of the behind-the-scenes pictures, and it got me excited. And it was cool. It's never going to be yeah. like the original, but it was cool. It was better than I expected. I, I got it. I mean, the, the special effects were amazing. Right. Yeah, so all practical. That, or for the yeah. most part, practical. And Haley, were you always into horror movies? Is it something that you got into in preparation for this movie? Uh, I didn't grow up with horror films um, like a lot of people. Like, I had friends who, like, watched horror films, like, <laughs> with their family. Okay. And, like, no, that wasn't my family. Uh, not that they, they were super uh, prude or anything. Uh, we just didn't grow up with it, but then, like in college, that's when I started watching them. I think Evil Dead Two was the first first horror film that I saw, and I was like, I like horror. Why not go with the best? Not really yeah. a horror film, though. I don't consider, yeah. consider Evil Dead. Horror well, yeah, film. because it was like the first time where I was like, Hey, this is this is fun. This is mm-hmm. obviously people who enjoy what they do. Yeah, and you can. That comes across in the genre. Kimmy, so are you into this stuff? Yeah, I know you're going to be handling the red carpet tomorrow. She's going to be doing the interviews. Yeah, I and know. she loves all of us. Like, uh, are you versed in this world? I love all of you. Are you guys. prepared for tomorrow? Talking horror I'm with these people. Prepared, mm-hmm. but I definitely. <laughs> that sounds. That so intonation felt very sincere. That means she's drinking absolute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be. Are a you sh- still high from Coachella? Yeah. Have you done like no. a, a? You need to do like a cleanse or something. Okay, so listen. That sounds really, <laughs> really... No, like, no. Like, like Maybe he's secretly going to Coachella and doing cleanses with all hey these guys. other people. Hey, guys. I'm tripping balls. Um, <laughs> so, so, so tell me, like... like. No, I am, I am not a big horror fan. Okay. Actually, when I grew up, my mom was like, never watch horror films. They're, like, you know, terrible. Right. Like, I didn't grow... I grew up, and my parents didn't even let me watch The Simpsons. It was kind of... What? Oh, yeah, it was What kind of commie stuff is that? I know. That's not very proper. So what did you end up watching? Um, I watched a lot of like sci-fi stuff. That ain't bad. That yeah. ain't bad. No. Watching the Geekscape. It was cool. But um, I am just 
I really enjoy being around people who are passionate about what they do, and that's kind of like what I feed off of. I okay. like that people are passionate about stuff. So right. I was not like I know, no, I am very. Bad. I'm passionate to the point of alarming. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I think I scare people. No. I've got some listeners who are like, I, I met a guy this weekend who's been who's been listening to, to Geekscape, and he only, he goes, most of this crap goes over your my like my head. But I love the passion. And then he admitted, yeah. and you listen to this, Kenny, because I think this is part, you're part of the problem. He, he, listen to this. This guy's been listening to Geekscape forever, and he mm-hmm. says he, he, most of it goes over his head because, you know, we get, we, we roll deep. Right. But he said that he stopped listening because we started running ads. Oh, God. And that's oh, your God. fault. I'm sorry. How dare you make a living, Kenneth? I, like that is crazy, guys. The ads are a necessary part of what we do here. Let's do, especially scent bomb. Uh, yeah, <laughs> scent bomb ad. I mean, guys, if we're going to keep doing Geekscape, we're going to be running some ads. I'm sorry. I mean, the rumor is we may make. A, do you guys want a longer Geekscape? Sorry, if you want a longer Geekscape, we're going to run more ads. It's just what's going to happen. The evil yeah. devil Jonathan's going to show up and run more ads. But they won't be the scent bomb ads, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, find, we'll find more yeah, ads we'll find for some you. Maybe we'll make some ads. Maybe we'll do some ads that we record and make funny and make Geekscape versions for you guys. But listen, it's a necessity. All right? So if you're going to bail because we're running ads, come on. Don't be a, don't be a bitch. We've been doing this for free for so long. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, the movie guys aren't around, so we're just going to run a little longer. Here is uh, another phone call. Geekscape, you're on the air. Uh, you want to talk to Kimmy? I can't hear you, BT. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. I think that per- no, no, that person bailed. Oh, wow. Of course, of they course. They were over it. With, with like, with like, like Geekscape, no. Kimmy, it was like, I'm going to call in and talk geeky stuff. And then I was like, talk to Kimmy. And he was like, oh, no, no. Oh, my God, Julie Benz, hang up. <laughs> he, he totally pulled a cummy mouth. Like, I did. like oh, no. He pulled a, he, he pulled a Jonathan the Red Carpet special. <laughs> Guys, the phone number, we're going we're gonna to keep things going a little bit longer, but the phone number is 323-622-8623. Call back if you want to talk to Kimmy. Because she <laughs> likes passionate people. I like passionate people. She likes people with passion. Can't be mad at oh, that. God, that's so yeah. Hey, I just thought about that guy that had the question about my flash shirt. I don't know what he's he saying. Did, well, he the can ask me on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitter, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, well, and are you I, on Twitter? I can answer it. So, <laughs> so what are you on Twitter? I'm uh, at Paul J. Porter, okay. which comes up as Rogue Taurus, which is our production company. Okay. Yeah. And what about, what about Haley? I'm at Hell's Bells, H-A-Y-L-Z-B-E-L-L-Z. Okay, so Hell's Bells, but with Z's. Mm-hmm. That's Zena. awesome. That's great. You got it. Yo, Kenny, are you on the Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. What are it's you? It's uh, at Crippled Kenny. Kenny, I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. All right. One of these people who came on to Geekscape, mm-hmm. even though they don't know what the subject matter is, but they but they, they they love the passion with which we speak the subject matter. Yeah. Is this person Linda Ferguson? You know Linda. Yeah. Linda. Yeah. Now she's a listener of Heidi and Frank. Yep. And so she started like I, I blame you for Linda because she she didn't know anything about us. Yeah. But she started listening to Geekscape because we're part of that. that yeah, yeah, she's now. a big uh, fan of Let's Be Frank. Is, on that okay, show. is she on the level like like she is she an intense fan? Because I've got intense fans. Is she an intense fan? Like is she is she, she is she's too much? No, she's passionate. Oh, she's passionate. You like her? You'd yes, like, okay. yes. She, okay, <laughs> okay. You would love her. Like she's her. passionate, but not too intense. Okay, because I because I got this guy Frank Sanders in Long Island who has a Geekscape tattoo on his leg and mails me mails me like like pictures. No, Linda has that too actually. and she's only listened once. She has that same tattoo. Okay, okay, Paul, remember that. <laughs> picture I showed you guys of Frank Sanders in, in, yeah, in Long the, Island. The he, had, guy? he had like all the arsenal of weapons, right. but it That's was awesome. in the Geekscape shirt. Like we got some passionate fans. And all I'm saying is, Leonard, if you want to keep listening to the show, you got to step it up. Like I at least want you to like carve like my name in your in like your back or something. Get a room yeah. full of guns and take a picture in a Geekscape T-shirt. Worked for Frank. Perfect. Like, Frank yes. Sanders did it, and, and he's he's number one with a bullet in my list. <laughs> literally, Me too. literally, literally. Okay. We're gonna. We're, I think. I think. That, I don't think that person's gonna come back and call and talk to you, Kimmy. It's I think. Okay. I think they're now stalking yeah. you online. It's okay. Oh wait! Whoa! 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 I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? What's up? You're on with Kimmy on Geekscape. Hey guys, um, what are you doing talking about my wife on your show? Huh? Um. This is uh. This is English. I'm not Bob, married. Or this is Bob. This is American Bob. American Bob. American, American Bob. We're yeah. talking about Linda. <laughs> that was wife. Linda is American Bob's wife. Yes. Man, you guys have brought me all these guys. Yeah, it's like a, it's like Geekscape has opened up its arms wide, and I don't even know what I'm catching anymore. I don't know who's coming at me. I don't know who's watching. That sounds gross. You know what? <laughs> American, hey, American Bob, let's go to Coachella. Uh, okay. Uh, American Bob, have you been watching this episode? Are you, I mean, uh, are are, are, are you? I love that. American Bob. So no. Why did that? Listen, I'm not up with the Heidi and Frank culture. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, why do they call you American Bob despite the probably obvious fact that you're American? Because I'm married to English Linder. Mm. There's not a better story. Let's make up a better story. Let's make up a story <laughs> that you were. That, that, let, 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 let's, let's make up a better story. Let's make up a story that like that like you got your green you got your passport revoked because you're such a, like a patriot and a xenophobe that you actually go over to other countries and you just start beating people up. Like you just start <laughs> waving the flag. That was, that was you start funny. problems. We're gonna send you over to the Middle East. American Bob, can we send you to the Middle East and uh, and maybe have you figure out the uh, Middle East crisis over there? Uh, no. Okay, so we can't uh, use American Bob as a diplomat. No. Sorry. Who? Like, come on. No, Who else would we... speak English. Okay. Okay. Um, can we have him fight Ivan Drago? Yeah. <laughs> Better movie. Rocky 3, Rocky 4. Oh, come on. Uh, please. <laughs> American Bob must answer. Okay. Uh, I, no. Original. Okay. Rocky number one. That wasn't uh, an option. Uh, he got safe. Yeah. He got safe. But I would go with... You got to go with Rocky 4 if you're American yes. Bob. It's the nah, Patriot. Oh, well. It's okay. If you're American, period. Okay. Well, just one. I'm keeping my tabs on my wife. Now, Bob, I appreciate you listening, and we will oh, continue well, to we, talk we about do. your wife. Not, not, not geek them at all, but hey, we like the entertainment. Thank you, sir. Say hi to Linda right. for me. Have a good evening. Bye, there's, brother. There's a great drinking game you can play with Rocky <laughs> Four. Which is? Every time an American flag appears on screen in any form. Oh, you're, you kill yourself. That's like what they were doing on yeah. Coachella at the freaking Absolute <laughs> booth. Um, guys. This is Geekscape. We've got to start wrapping it up. You guys can follow these guys on, on Twitter. Rabid Love is, I think, at Rabid Love 1 on Twitter. At Rabid Love 1. Yeah, we didn't grab the Rabid Love movie. It's all right. Should've. You should also like Rabid Love on Facebook so you can find out when it's going to go to like Netflix, Redbox, uh, all that stuff for you guys, iTunes. I'm yeah. at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. We're Geekscape. We're here 6 to 7 p.m. every Thursday on the Toad Hop Network. Check us out next week because we've got that Fantastic Four reunion special. For Kenny, I'm Jonathan Lennon. We will see you guys next time. Peace. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.